Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Explainers, your audio guide to everything you need to know about compelling and complex topics. I'm Lily Loofborough, Culture Editor at The Week, and today I'd like to talk about one of Hollywood's greatest love stories. Mother and I live next door to each other. Mommy, mommy, I'm home! This is the love story between mother and daughter Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. And thanks to HBO's documentary Bright Lights, which debuted in January 2017, we're given an intimate look at that unique bond. It's the story of how two hugely talented, charming, and eccentric women needed each other desperately. Documentarians Alexis Bloom and Fisher Stevens filmed the mother-daughter duo for a year and a half, starting in 2014. The film encompasses Fisher's rehearsals for A Force Awakens and Reynolds' last performance in SAG Lifetime Achievement Award. It feels at times like a modern-day Grey Gardens. That famous 1975 documentary followed another singing mother and daughter pair, both named Edith Beale, whose eccentricities and inordinate, even unhealthy intimacy made them compulsively watchable. They were fascinating. But there's an important difference between that mother and daughter pair and this one. Fisher and Reynolds aren't washed up, and Bright Lights is not about their decline and fall. Instead, it's about how they narrate the complicated showbiz past that led to them living together, and the closeness that would lead to them dying just one day apart. But intimacy is a double-edged sword. These are not easy women, and their conflicts are as chronic as their affection. Fisher, of course, has written extensively about being bipolar, an addict, and the product of Hollywood dysfunction. In Bright Lights, there's footage of Fisher as a child, playing and goofing around, generally seeming to enjoy herself. And Reynolds, in a charmingly passive-aggressive voiceover, says that she took this footage to prove Fisher had once been happy. Fisher quibbles that, of course, she's been happy. I know that I did. I had a very good time. See how you yelled? That's your mother. But the compound they inhabit perfectly illustrates their clashing visions of what happiness means. Reynolds' house is covered in comfortable floral fabrics, while Fisher's is a Spanish-styled mishmash of the wonderful and grotesque, including a life-size Princess Leia sex doll. It's the opposite of the house she grew up in. The house we lived in was very grand when I was growing up. It was marble and glass, cold. And there was just too much air in it. Family-wise, we didn't grow up with each other. We grew up around each other, you know, like trees. The best biographies show you the gaps between the subjects as they want to be seen and the subjects as they are. Bright Light succeeds on this front with Reynolds in particular. The octogenarian is the queen of smooth surfaces. After blazing through a solo act in Vegas, she lurches down the steps, so spent she can barely walk. The performance doesn't so much drain out of her as it pops, like a balloon. On the set of Singing in the Rain, legend has it that Fred Astaire caught Reynolds sobbing and hiding in the middle of filming the chirpy, joyful Good Morning song with Gene Kelly, and that her feet were bleeding by the end of the shoot. It's fascinating, then, to see Reynolds' iron discipline as a purveyor of effortless charm in action all these years later. But Reynolds' health declines over the course of the documentary, and so does her ability to produce that charm and composure on cue. It's hard to watch mother and daughter struggle to make it possible for Reynolds to receive her Lifetime Achievement Award. What is uh, my award? No, I can't even think. You get a Lifetime Achievement Award? 
Life. Well, that's the thing. See, I get upset, and I, so I can't remember anything. It's an achievement that you even got here. That's the, the real yeah, achievement. This is the what award. Fisher's efforts are heroic, and her agony while her mother is on stage is palpable. And then there's their singing. Come here, come on. Come on, Ju- Junie, don't you want to see the, the kids? Come on, sing it for your old mother. This documentary is full of amazing footage, like Carrie Fisher singing Bridge Over Troubled Water when she's 15 with Joplin-like ferocity. It's even more effective, more moving, when you watch Debbie Reynolds watching that footage of her daughter in the present. I love that voice. Isn't that a great voice? (laughs) Wish I had it. While Fisher refused to become a singer herself, she seems to connect to the people with whom she's closest through random snatches of song. She welcomes her childhood pal, Griffin Dunn, by getting him to sing a few bars of Snow White's I'm Wishing with her. But Fisher does most of her half-singing with her mother. In one of the more telling scenes, Reynolds and Fisher share a tense moment over something silly, a pair of shoes. But as that tension thaws, Reynolds suggests they sing a song. They end up warbling snatches of I've Grown Accustomed to Her Face from My Fair Lady. I'm in a rage last night, like breathing out and breathing in. It's fitting. It's Henry Higgins' song about how much he misses Eliza Doolittle, who he'd found endlessly annoying, but habit has made her indispensable to him. There's an element of sadness to Fisher's story, though. She seems to take better care of her parents than they ever took of her. Still, Bright Lights shows the gap between her narrative of her family and the reality. Despite what Fisher implies, Reynolds supports her daughter, too. She grows teary, describing the difficulties of Fisher's struggles with addiction and bipolar disease. It's completely clear that Fisher depended on her mother just as much as her mother depended on her. In Bright Lights, the burden of care is on both sides, and so is its beauty. If Reynolds and Fisher are trees, as Fisher suggests, they're intertwined to the point where, if they didn't quite complete each other's sentences, they finished each other's songs. One of these days, you will see me. I don't know the song. I'll be around. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Explainers. Look out for new episodes every Thursday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Lily Luthborough, and thanks so much for listening. Music